0: Welcome to the Ship Show. If you don't know why we call it that, you're about to find out. Jeff Newbarth is your host.
1: Welcome to the Ship Show. Jeff here, joined by one of my favorite players who comes to this shoot with us every single year at the Players Championship. Brandon Grace, what's going on? Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Again. This is our second year in a row doing this podcast. Um, it was so good that everybody demanded that we had kind of a, a repeat. There's going to be carts passing by. There's going to be people passing by. We got Michelle Wee-West over there. Henrik's coming in 20 minutes. We're just going to keep talking. All um, what is your favorite part about you? This is your championship, right? The Players' yeah. Championship. What's um, your favorite part about it?
0: Favorite part is just being here. Um, you know, it's obviously you feel when you, when you get to play this this week, you've done something right. And, um it's just such a, such a great um...
1: – that's, uh, that's Kyle a Berkshire, champ, the, the world long drive champ who, who was here doing the shoot. We're going to have some great content with Kyle later. Uh, he hit bombs with Phil Mickelson. He did, we kind of surprised Phil. So what we did is we had we had him wear, like, a T-shirt, shorts, and just a visor on and pretended he was a member of the crew. And I told Phil, we have this guy who has, like, giant calves and wants to have a flex-off with him. <laughs> and then he walked up to him. And Phil kind of looked at him like, I think I know who that guy yeah. is. And then he goes to Phil and is like, do you mind if I hit a bomb in front of you? And Kyle launched one about 400 <laughs> yards. It was pretty good.
0: Um, you know, I just want to say, you know, I, I mean, I know he probably mishit it, but, um, you know, I managed to give him some out there. So, yeah. Um, you I know, saw. Maverick's so, doing great, great stuff for me, man. I mean, if I cannot drive the world long drive champion, I, I mean, exactly. I know. So
1: you you played in a little three hole yeah. competition. We're gonna leave Browning out of it because I don't <laughs> think he played golf. He, what we discovered from Matt Browning is that golf balls don't float because <laughs> exactly. every single what he hit, exactly. he hit in the water.
0: I mean, it was actually quite surprising. You know, when he had a sandwich over what he, he dunked it in. But you yeah. know, the driver was, you know, went down the safe side. But. Um, that was great, you know, it was nice obviously to see a guy like that, very humble um, in what he's achieved and, yeah. and how far he hit him. I mean, we, we drew him back there, I think he had 400 to the green and he, he just airborne it. I mean, he, he hit it 420
1: yeah, into three
0: tree and, um, you know, what talent.
1: And, you know, what I think is cool about these shoots, mostly because I work on them, but I get to work with, with my whole team, um, I don't want to say everyone's names, I'm going to leave someone out, I'm just going to say Nick Carlson, um, but <laughs> what I love about it is we try to make it fun for you guys. As opposed to like hey show up stand here and click 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 and tell us why is this product the best product ever are we doing okay are we making it fun what can we do to make it more fun
0: it is great um you know it's obviously for me i I had no idea i'm going to meet the world drive um long drive champion today so um but it was fun you know it's nice to to do something fun with with all the other stuff that goes around it you know we all know what it's about um and we all know it's about the great product that we um, we have to put out there in the market. So, yeah. um, but um, you know the product got us to where we are today, and um, it's nice to to do something like that to help it even more.
1: Yeah. So I want to ask you about some of the product in your yeah. bag. How easy was the transition into Maverick for you?
0: Um, it was real easy, to be quite honest. You know, I, I really um, I struggled a little bit with um, with the Epic Flash beforehand. Um, for me, this was one of those that went straight in. Um, I. You know, I I know a lot of guys say that, but this was, it really was with me. Um, The driver was straight in. Um, The first week I had it, you know, I I think I did, um, I played SA Open. I still played with with the old one. I just didn't get enough time, you know, doing a lot of testing that sort of stuff with it being in South Africa. And then, um, you know, put it straight in the bag at Abu Dhabi and it's been in the bag since. And, um, you know, even even the forward, you know, for me in the past, I really struggled with fairway woods and um, I really, the Epic Flash was really one that I really actually enjoyed. And, um, you know, I got the first, you know, forward, um, four Maverick with um, down in, in Phoenix at the waste management, and got in the range, hit two shots, and straight in the bag. Um, really impressed with with the technology that goes into it, and, and really the sound. The sound for me is it's one of the main things. Obviously the distance, but the sound is they toned it down a little bit, so um, you know, just sounds like every ball you hit sounds
1: flushed. Can you describe the sound? Like if if you were to make the sound, what is it? Is it like pow? Or
0: yeah, it's it? um it's it's a little bit it's more dull. Um, so it just sounds hit. It's just like. Poof. You know, it's, um, but it's great. You know, I've, like I said, I've really enjoyed it so far and it's, and, and it's worked uh, magic to me.
1: I want to ask this for all the amateurs listening and Sean who's sitting to you, right? Why do you use a four wood? Because I think that's a club that most people, when they build their set, right, they think, oh, I'm going to go driver three wood, yeah. five wood. But why, why a four wood for you?
0: A four wood just really just because I, I really struggle to, to hit a three wood. Um, I've always been a great driver of the, go- of, of the golf ball. Um, I feel I've been a great hybrid player as well. And uh, I could never really understand why the three would, um, was one of the clubs that I, I most struggled with. And, um, you know, decided towards the end of last year, I'm going to take a, a forward, um, cut it down a little bit and um, have it a little bit longer than a hybrid. And um, to be, it's quite funny, you know, and quite strange that I'd never really lost any distance. You know, I still hit my forward 260. Um, which is great, you know, and that's probably what I hit the, the three-woods, so, um, and it's just a lot easier
1: to control. I think Kyle hits his like, what, four iron about 260? <laughs> probably. He told, <laughs> it's me, crazy. he told
0: me seven iron was average about 215, so... Um, I know. Yeah, but so then he said if five. he gets it
1: downwind, <laughs> he can hit it like 240. Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah, crazy. Yeah, 20,
0: 20 further with a, with a little bit downward and 20 shorter with a little yeah. wind in. He,
1: he was hitting some balls on the, the top tracer, Yeah, and we're going to put that out for people to see later, and If we would have let him keep going, because what's interesting is with the long drive guys, as they keep going, they get looser and looser and looser, and they get faster and faster. He was close to a personal record. And I said, stop. I do not want you to set your personal record Record. (laughs) here at, like, the Callaway ad shoot. Save that for the competition. <laughs> so he, he, he's having a good time. I think he loves yeah. the new driver and loves the new product.
0: I mean, it looks it. I mean, he flushed. I mean, obviously, um, you know, with them, it's it's a little bit of hit and miss. But, um, you know, from what I saw today, you know, he was on top of his game. Right. And, um, you know, I know he's put in a lot of hard work in the offseason. And, um, you know, all 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 the best to him um, in all the events coming up, and I hope he's going to bring another one back to the family,
1: uh, the Callaway family. What's been the biggest adjustment for you? You're spending a lot more time in the United States, mm-hmm. down in yeah. the, the Palm Beach area. What's been the biggest adjustment for you? Is it is it hard to be away from home? Do you do you like do you consider this home now?
0: I do a little bit. Um, you know, it's obviously it's, you know, South Africa is such an amazing place and a place like I grew up and so close to my heart, and it's it's always great to go back to. But um, you know, with with me concentrated on the PGA Tour, um. Now most of the time I still go back to playing Europe a little bit, but um to be out here concentrating, yeah, you know this is kind of feel like home at the moment. Um so, um I think being away from home is tough, but um at least I've got a wa- I've got a great wife, I've got an awesome son, and um you know whenever we 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 got the chance to to bring out friends and family, we do, and um you know we actually just had, you know my whole family out to to take them on a on a trip to Disney World um this nice. this past week, and it's been amazing. So I'm fortunate to be able to do things like that. So. Um, you know that makes the time fly by a little, a little quicker. And um, but obviously, you know, having a great family around is, um, you know, coming to events and things
1: like that. It um, it it helps a big time. Give me your top three rides at Disney.
0: Oh man, I didn't do a lot because of the little one. Yeah. So, um, but the one that I did do was the Avatar one, which was which was mind-boggling. Yeah, um, I did the three D one, um, which was phenomenal. Um, yeah.
1: So, um, how long was the wait to get in? Well, again, fast
0: pass? <laughs> we had a fast pass, but uh, which okay. really helped. Which uh, all all the friends has been, they've all told me, listen, you have to get a guide yeah. when you go there. So, uh, nice. fortunate again, we, um, you know, with us being a group of 15, oh, um, yeah, it really yeah, helped yeah. having a guide. So we we really um, didn't have to wait nice. that long at we, all. So um, it was really kind of sometimes back doors to the front of the line, and sometimes yeah. just through the fast fast pass but um it was a it was such an awesome experience. it was was all of our first time my wife has been I think in in 1995 so it was Uh kind
1: of first for her as well so so I'm terrified of heights yeah and motion and drops and all that (laughs) stuff. So I don't do real well at that park, most of the parks. So I have my certain rides I like, and most of them involve grabbing a cocktail at Epcot around the world. (laughs) But but we went with my son, Landon, uh, Harper, Paige, uh, and Amelia. We went to Disney World about a year ago, a little over a year ago. And the line for Avatar, we had a Fast Pass, was five hours long. Can you imagine five hours for a ride? I don't know how people do
0: it, honestly. I don't either. And I said, listen, I told all my friends, I said that was one of the best experiences I've had uh, going to Disney. But... You know, if I had to go there and, and really s- sit in line for five hours, yeah. um, I, you would have seen me out of the place in one hour. Yeah. But um, it was just, it was awesome. Um, op- hopefully, you know, things with, with the virus and things um, calm yeah. down. And, um, you know, places like that, you know people can go and experience um, totally. the magic that actually happens there
1: totally no it's always i, I grew up in florida so i went tons and tons yeah. as a kid even though i don't like any of the rides uh <laughs> there's some that i do like so it's always i gotta warn you with with i know you have a little one now they <laughs> get big they get big like really really quick my son's grown like a foot since last year but we yeah didn't i don't shoot yeah it's crazy a uh, couple more questions yes. i'm gonna let you get going uh this is the schedule like it's so hard when you're a world player like yourself, but the schedule kind of gets serious now, right? Yes. Because we are we now can see Augusta in our sights. Correct. We have a PGA Championship after that. We have the United States Open Championship. Mm-hmm. We have the Open Championship. I mean, all these events coming up. H- how do you keep your energy level up? Because one thing about you, whenever you come to our shoots, you always get out of the car and you have so much energy mm-hmm. and excitement and everything. And, and, and when I see you playing, you have that same vibe around yeah. you. How do you keep that going? Um,
0: you know, that's actually something I struggle with, to be quite honest. Um, I, I intend to play too much golf, um, and it kind of shoots me in the foot a little bit. But um, you know, I think so. For me, that's that's why I just had two weeks off. I wanted to prepare and just kind of step away from from golf a little bit, and then you know, take the last the, the last few days and just prepare for this week. And then um, you know, now going forward, I, I sat down, you know, with my friend that's my manager now as well, and um, with my wife and and the family, and just try just try to get out, make a plan. Um, try to get ready for the big events where you wanna perform at. Um, you know, you always hear guys saying that, but I've never really done that. Um, now in being in that position I can go and, and kinda sit back and say, Okay, I'm gonna play there, I've played well there, I wanna go back. Um, this is one that I haven't played, maybe let's play this one instead of that one and, and things like that. And and maybe see if you can limit yourself to playing maybe three in a row and then maybe have one or one or two weeks off and, and really get in the groove again to prepare for another big one. Um, But, you know, for me, they're all big out here. Um, If you can win any week in, uh, week out, you know, you're doing something right and um, you're putting yourself up there.
1: Have you played Wingfoot before, like in any of the corporate outings or anything? No, I haven't actually, no. See, I think Wingfoot is a perfect golf course Mm. for you because you have to drive the ball straight. And those greens are going to be as hard as this concrete that I'm standing on right now. And if you're not mentally, like, okay with, like, because you're a great putter. And, and statistically, like, I think there's a stat, like, you could be okay with two-putting. I think you'd be okay with yeah. two-putting there. Yeah. Do you, do you look at that as, like, when you get the schedule for the year, like, do you think about, ooh, that that's a place? Because, you know, Augusta's always at Augusta. Yes. You know, the, the, the then you have the PGA, which we at this point's at Harding Park yes. and then potentially the, the U.S. Open. Do you look at that?
0: I do. Um, I feel that I've played... I've played better at a lot of the tougher venues, um, venues like Oakmont, um, Chambers Bay, Chambers Bay, that sort of stuff. uh, When people don't really know what to expect um, Mm -hmm. going into those weeks, but um, and weeks like this, even yeah, the players I've played well. Um, I feel I struggle a little bit where you get courses like um, like Bethpage, where it was a for me it was a bomber's paradise. You know, the further you can hit it, even if you hit it at the rough, you know, a lot of the long hitters they had chances to hack it on the green. You know, where for me, you know. You know, I can get it out there, 320 is something if I wanted to. But, you know, if I try to hit the fairways and I miss it, I'm probably hitting it 285 or 290. You know, now I'm 40 yards or 50 yards behind those guys. I can't get to the greens. Um, You know, it just doesn't allow me to make any birdies. But um, courses like this where it's tough, um, you know, pars are are great scores on some of these holes, and you take them on the chin and you you head on. Um, When you need to grind things up, then uh, I'll be in contention. Okay,
1: so this is going to be fun. So right here, there's about 400... Um, lawnmowers who are about to come out here with a police escort, so this may we may do play-by-play of this as they come through. (laughs) Uh, There's also helicopters overhead. The Chainsmokers are playing here. Every year on Tuesday uh, at TPC Sawgrass, they always do a pretty awesome concert. This year, the Chainsmokers. I'm excited my daughter Amelia's going to go. My 11-year-old's going to go tonight. She likes the Chainsmokers. And they always time it when Henrik gets here. Henrik is due <laughs> here in about two or three minutes. Uh, and it's always when either the lawnmowers come and Henrik always. And I say, yes. well, it's because you pick 4 o'clock on Tuesday every single <laughs> yeah, we were, year.
0: We were actually on the golf course um, out there yesterday this, yeah. at this time. Yeah. And uh, we were in the ninth hole, my last hole. And all the lawnmowers just passed that. Yeah. And it was astonishing on how yeah. many they actually are.
1: Yeah, and they're doing a flyover with jets that's going to happen around 5 o'clock. And then okay. they're going to have a helicopter that's going to take the jet pilots back here and they're actually going to land them right in the middle of this fairway to bring them on the stage. Oh, wow. That's yeah, amazing. there's all kinds of things yeah, happening. Right. Cool. One last question for you. Um, as you look for – I love talking about goals with players. Yeah. And since golf's year-round, I don't care what time of year that I ask it. This is kind of the year we always do this mm. podcast. together. What, what were your goals for this year? What are you looking to get out of, the, out of 2020? Um,
0: obviously, um, you know, to get back in the winner's circle. Uh I've ticked, I've ticked up some of my goals already for this season, um, winning back in South Africa, winning my national title. Um, yeah. you know, uh, by th- the
1: way, how good was your putting That. Yeah, day? it you, was. It's you, know, literally, um, you made like four billion feet of putts, <laughs> led the whole one um, strokes you know, game. It was That was awesome. probably
0: one of the best putting rounds I've ever had. Um, yeah. And obviously to, to do that at your national championship was, was yeah. amazing. I think I had nine putts in a row, so that was astonishing. And then... Um, you know, but so I ticked off a lot of goals there, getting back into the Open, that sort of stuff. Um, you know, places that I'm I'm really keen to go to, and, uh-huh. uh, to go to, and, and to perform. But I really want to get back in the winner's circle here in America on the PGA Tour, and yeah. um, and even back in Europe on the European Tour. Um, but for now, it's just um, sneaking my way back up the world ranking, getting uh, to where I feel I should be, and um, you know, then then taking it from there. You know, just ticking them up step by step.
1: All right. Well, our time is up because I want to get you back so you can either go to the chain smokers, <laughs> cool, go have a, maybe a nice, it. nice glass of vino. Yeah, I, We got to talk not? a little bit why about not? South African wine. I just oh, got yeah. a bottle of Pinotage that yeah. someone sent me. Uh, I'll show you the picture of it when we're done here. Phenomenal. So I want to kind of get into the South African have wines. Have you ever been? Have
0: you visited? No. Well, I mean, on come on, that's, that's the first mistake. I mean, okay. when you go down, uh, give us a call. We've got a great golf down there at F- right. Fan Quarter area where we live. And um, I'm in. Know, just down the road, you've got uh, Cape Town. And just outside Cape Town, you've got Paul Stellenbosch, which is some of the best wineries in the world and right. um, some phenomenal
1: stuff. We'll travel yeah. for wine. That's it. Brendan Grace, thanks so thanks, much man. for, for uh, joining me. us on the Ship Show. We will maybe or maybe not have another Ship Show this week. I think we're going to try to do one Thursday from Sea Island, Sean. Uh, Sean has been switching shafts at his driver, and it's been unsuccessful so far, no matter what the shaft is. So. He, he thinks his three-wood is great. I do think you may need to go to a four-wood after hearing what Brendan said. Exactly. That's but, it. That's uh, the thing. It's in his head. And the good thing is I'm in his head, which makes it even more fun. So thanks again for joining thanks, us. We'll Josh. see you next time on The Ship Show.